Welcome to the uh, famous couch of uh, GRTV's Christmas calendar. Uh, I've got Thomas with me here today, and we're going to uh, play the role as time travelers and try to remember January last year. You went to Vegas. Oh yeah, I did, and drank a whole bunch and partied it up. And went all on company money. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. why we're sitting in this studio, shitty studio now. <laughs> true, it's my fault. Silly Christmas. But CES, uh, yeah. I've not been professionally to CES ever. I was actually at the summer CES of 1992 and I just played video games there with my father. But that's a whole different story. But tell us, what is uh, the winter CES that you went to? It's pretty much the biggest electronic geek conference in the world uh, where every big company and probably also every small company that has some sort of gadget attend. Yeah. and try to just capture your imagination with all sorts of weird, both crap, but also really cool stuff. <laughs> to give you an idea of the size of CES, we have decided to do a show floor show. Um, but keep in mind that this is only one of, of the halls. This is actually South Hall. South Hall is two stories tall. And also there are three halls in all. And it's an absolutely immense place. So uh, watch this. And, and there is some gaming there, right? There is a little bit of gaming because, of, uh, of course, uh, Sony is represented mm. there and, and a couple of other uh, tech companies. And, 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 you know, they do have their small part in the show. But it's not really why you go to CES anymore. Mm. Um, it is pretty much to, to just watch, you know, the newest, uh, the newest computers, the newest flat screens, everything in between. And also uh, on the software side, of course, uh, Microsoft, when we went, were uh, really gearing up for the launch of Windows 8. Yeah. Um, which is now gone, and, and that had a huge part of the, uh, at the show, and, and you know, really just everything electronics. Mm. One thing that, st that stood out for you? Um, it was probably the, the, the early introduction of, uh, of the OLED screens, mm. uh, especially from, from Samsung. Um, they are, of course, one of the biggest players on the market, and they showed off their technology, and it just kind of blew my mind. I mean, I had heard, heard all the praise of, of the technology before, but before you actually see it in like a 30 or 40 inch screen, you can really, you know, uh, really appreciate how clear the colors are. And that sounds really geeky and, and you might not <laughs> seem that it's so, I uh, seem to think that it's so impressive right now, but when you see it yourself, you will really be able to see the difference mm. between the flash screens we have right now and, we, and what the future will be. We can't really so. show that on video either. It's like, you, know, yeah, you have to see it yourself as yeah. like virtual reality and, and everything uh, that you probably heard of before. Uh, but it is really amazing. I will say though that we saw the OLED screens, we saw the 4K screens, which of course is even higher res resolution than, than Full HD. Uh, but we also saw new technology from uh, Sony. I believe it's called Crystal LED, which um, as, it, as the name implies is, is an evolution of the technology that's already there. But and, and I should say it only uh, was shown with still screens, mm. but the definition of the details in the picture was out of this world, and it was so insane to look at that every time me and uh, and Nick, who I traveled with, who is also really into you know cameras and, mm. and colors and everything, uh, it was is what's what's. It was to such an impressive detail that every time we walked by, we had to stop and just have a look at it. <laughs> and, and I had to punk Sony for details that we didn't get and everything, but, but it looked really, really, really impressive. And we don't really know when, when that will happen. It's not, even the, it's not even confirmed that it's yeah. ever going to make it in, into uh, retail models, but uh, the technology is there, it seems, and, and it, was, it was so cool to look at. Mm. 
Mm. So uh, I actually have a CES story of my own. Oh, let me hear. Because, uh, well, it's not really a CES, but when I was at E3 this summer, I went with, with a cab driver that actually worked in the games industry back in the day when uh, because E3 is an offshoot from the CES show. It used to be that like the big video game event of the year was the CES show, and all the big players were there, but apparently the winter CES in, in Vegas is really cramped. I mean, you, you know that yeah. they, they fill up pretty much all the halls there at the convention center. Thing is, the video games wasn't like, they, they were the, the, little, the, the cousin that nobody really wanted to have along. So uh, what, what happened when the, the halls were full, they had to be in the parking lot in tents. <laughs> and uh, this winter it was like really like rainy, stormy, and uh, of course they had all the, the extension cords and all the electricity right on the ground and then the water started rising. <laughs> so that year apparently the gaming industry decided we need our show of our own where they can't push us around. And that's, that's sort of how E3 got started, as an offshoot from CES, so... And we do enjoy E3. We do enjoy E3, and, and it's a good thing that we have plenty of places to go, right? True. We don't mind going to Vegas. <laughs> of course not, especially when someone else is paying. You're paying, because you're, <laughs> you're our audience. True. So, um, that's pretty much wraps things up for CES. Uh, it's coming around soon. It's just like a yep. few weeks away. Uh, the next one, uh, but for now, we're going to give you today's Indie Darling, and then Emily is going to bring you the competition of the day, and she's also, as it's Monday, we will give you the past winners. It's only two so far, but we'll present those winners, and then every Monday, she will present new winners. So that's it. See ya. Uh, so recently I've uh, been traveling a lot, so the, the, I've been focusing my gaming uh, mainly on the iPad and uh, there's a little game called The Room that I like very much. I'm a big fan of uh, point-and-click adventures and more uh, puzzle-oriented games, so it, that game really has a, a nice uh, production value for me. It's a nice puzzler. It's good to keep your, your brain occupied, but at the same time it has this this old, uh, old uh, point-and-click feeling to it. So uh, for me, my, uh, my uh, latest uh, uh, discovery is The Room and I like it very much. So it's time to announce the winners of the first couple of days. The winner of Hitman Absolution on Steam is Villa Hibi. And the following people have won Steam codes for Game of Dwarves. Kevin Hermanson, Francisco Javier, Vaca Lumbreras, Eli Resen, Christian Krask and Jonas Gründale. Congratulations. That was the trailer for Jetpack Joyride. Today's question is, what is the name of the main character in that game? Write us an email at xmas.gamereactor.eu and write the answer in the subject line. Make sure we get your email before 12 noon tomorrow, Central European time, for a chance to win Jetpack Joyride on PlayStation. Good luck! Mm -hmm.